Hi, everybody, and welcome to an exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. So glad to be talking with comics creator, artist Steve Yowell. Steve, welcome to, to the show. Hi, Jason. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, my pleasure. Now, do you prefer Steve or Stephen? Uh, Steve's good. Okay, Steve, that, that works well. Uh, I've enjoyed your work for some time, Zenith being one of my favorites, as well as Sebastian O. And glad to talk with you a little bit about comics today. Um, I guess the, the first question, the place to begin is your beginning. What was it uh, about comics that drew you with your talents? Um, well, without sounding like I'm avoiding the question, um, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure because they were always there for as long as I can remember. Um, my parents used to buy me uh, the nursery titles that you could get in the UK um, when I was, you know, before you know, preschool. Um, and I just continued with them um, from that point on, working my way through um, so adolescent titles and then um, adult titles. I know well, not not what that suggests. I mean, it's stuff like Epic Illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> Comics <laughs> for adults. And then, and then back to the mainstream again. So they've, they've always been there. Yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere... I think that you'd actually started out with comics more so because you just enjoyed them. Uh, and then the profession sort of found you as you went along. Is is that true? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'd stopped reading comics um, for a, 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 an interval when I was around uh, sort of 16, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and then while I was at um, university, um, polytechnic, strictly speaking, but uh, um, I I picked up a copy of Epic Illustrated um, just for something to do, really, uh, and read that and enjoyed it, and I started buying that regularly. And from there, I, I got back into the mainstream. Um, but I decided when I'd finished my college course, um, which was in three-dimensional design, um, <laughs> because I, as through through as I've been going through my art education, I kind of worked out that I wasn't cut out for hardcore illustration or, or graphics. And I'd ended up working, um, going to a polytechnic to do 3D design. Um, but when I finished that course, I kind of, as I'd, I'd rediscovered the comics again, and I just thought it was a, a great way to make a living. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, I, I did the usual um route of writing to editors um robin smith at 2000 AD, I wrote to you know asking about what kind of size artwork you had to do for the original arts how you get involved with the industry I, I started getting involved with the um with comics fandom um, mm -hmm. um I, I joined the society for strip illustration um the, through that i met david lloyd and he encouraged me um and sort of gave me some pointers uh, and eventually, um, I got a filling job at Marvel UK, um, doing a cover for Spider-Man and Zoids. Uh, and from there, I got a, um, a, a filling on the Zoids strip proper, yeah. penciling that. And then when Kev Hopgood, who was a regular artist, moved across to draw Action Force, which is the UK version of G.I. Joe, um, I got offered the regular Zoids job. Um, and so, you know, what I'm sure everyone would have told you once you're 
or in those days, once you were involved, once you'd had your first professional work published, everyone else took your professionalism for granted and mm-hmm. you just kind of got more and more job offers from there. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a, a kind of brief history of, uh, of, of how I got involved in comics. And um, so along the way, any particularly positive experiences, collaborations that, you, that you've had? Well, I, I, working on Zoids, I got to work with Grant Morrison for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, uh, the experience, uh, us, us working together, knowing each other's work, um, led me to being offered Zenith in 2000 AD when Brendan McCarthy decided that he didn't want to, or he was unable to commit to drawing the strip full time. So, yeah, I guess that's the most positive thing I could do. Uh, you could say came out of that yeah yeah definitely and you also have the invisibles with grant morrison um Mm -hmm. which is an amazing book as well yeah yeah it was um i've I've said in interviews before if you remember working on the invisibles you weren't there (laughs) so so what is it about comics and uh sort of the visual world that um gives you what you want to do as a storyteller, I guess is a way to go about that question. Um, I think what I enjoy about drawing comics, I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that uses a lot of direct photo reference. I, obviously I use reference indirectly insofar as I'll use photographs as part of the pool of information to be able to build what I want. But what I really like about it is, is the kind of uh, the constructing something from a from from nothing, you know, from a mm-hmm. a blank piece of a blank piece of paper, you can build anything you want. Um, because what what I'm really doing personally, when it comes to drawing the characters in the comics, I'm kind of drawing poseable mannequins in perspective, and I suppose it's not unlike stop motion animation. Um, mm-hmm. But you can build absolutely everything from scratch. So yeah, yeah, that's 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 the element I like most. Yeah, I haven't. I've heard comics compared to film, but I haven't heard it compared to stop motion. I, I love that. So yeah, or, or, or even um, I was a big Jerry Anderson fan when I was a, a child. So it's kind of like working with, with puppets to to continue my analogy of um, drawing poseable mannequins in perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any um, storylines, characters, or worlds that you haven't explored that you'd like to, or anything you'd like to tackle again at this point in your career? Um, well, I'm open to anything. Um, mm-hmm. I've never done. Um, I've never done a romance. Oh, or maybe, or maybe, yeah, I've done a yeah, I've done a fantasy rom com, but I've never done a, a full blown romance comic, um, which would be fun. Um, I think I've covered pretty much most genres. Just skipping along the surface, I've, I've done horror and I've done superheroes. Um, I've done war stories indirectly, insofar as um, I've, I've there was an episode of Sinister Dexter I mm-hmm. drew for Dan at two thousand AD, which was them in a kind of virtual Second World War. <laughs> so, um, so I've, I've kind of I've done a war, a war story indirectly. Um, I've done costume dramas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the top of my head, now you put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> I can't think of anything I would 
absolutely want to draw because I felt unfulfilled, but I'm open to any, I'm open to any offers. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And didn't mean to put you on the spot there. Um, <laughs> but I love the way you're talking about genres, because that's one of the things that I do try to get across on the show, which is that comics are certainly superhero books are great. And I enjoy them, but comics can do uh, a lot of different things. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I guess I guess it's the nature of comics fandom that it, it's more geared towards science fiction and superheroes and fantasy, isn't it? Really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's capable of uh, of 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 so much more. Um, so, for instance, I mean, I'm just thinking of um, uh, Three Wishes, the graphic novel I drew that for Paul Cornell. Mm-hmm. A legendary. Um, I mean, ostensibly it was fantasy again, but uh, it's pretty much a, a straightforward relationship rom-com story. Um, so, yeah, I mean, comics can pretty much do anything they want to. Yeah. If people yeah. want to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of creative freedom for you as the artist then too and as the storyteller. Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never had... Um, I've never worked with anyone that's been very, very um, prescriptive in what they've wanted for me. They've always allowed me uh, a huge amount of freedom um, in mm-hmm. the way I interpret the scripts um, and editorially as well. Um, yeah, I can't think of anyone I've had a, a bad experience working with. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. There's lots of negativity out in the world, so I, I love to put the positive out there, and that, that's great. Sure. Well, that's the nature of comics. I mean, everyone's, mm-hmm. you know, Everyone's wonderful in comics. <laughs> um, so another question that I hope doesn't put you on the spot, but if it does, just let me know, which is as someone who's been in the industry for a while, um, what do you see as either sort of the next steps in the industry or anyone whose work you're you're currently tapped into and following that you'd like to, to spotlight a little bit? Um, there's loads of work out there that, that technically um, – I, I just I you know I wouldn't I wouldn't dream of saying negative things about you know it, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of far beyond what I can do um almost to the point where I, I, I kind of almost stay away a little bit from Instagram these days because you start <laughs> suffering imposter syndrome um you know even though I've been doing it for so long um sorry what was the question again I was starting to drift there Oh, no, no, you're fine. I, I was just asking about what you think will be next in the industry as well as uh, any creators or uh, current work that you would want to spotlight. Yeah. Um, what will be next in the industry? God, I, 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 don't, I don't quite know. Um, I'm hoping that AI won't end mm. up being a big, uh, a big factor. Mm-hmm. Um but I guess we have to be a little realistic in insofar as if big companies think they can do things cheap with AI, then they'll use it. Um, but I, th- I think there'll always be a market amongst, certainly amongst the fan world for original artwork, people that, you know, the human hand in yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I've enjoyed, um, I enjoyed a lot of, uh, I enjoyed looking at Sarah Picelli's work, um, over the last few years, um, in fact, a lot of the, a lot of the women artists, I've been I've really enjoyed their work. It's not, I guess, because it hasn't got the same kind of sense of the bravura about it that uh, mm-hmm. a lot of men would use. Um, so yeah, I mean, too many, too many to sort of mention. <laughs> you know, 
by name, but uh, there's 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 plenty of work out there that I am plenty of plenty of creators out there whose whose ability I am envious of. <laughs> uh, well, and uh, I also appreciate what you said there about imposter syndrome because mm. that's that's something people deal with in a variety of professions, and uh, definitely something to to sort of note but then sort of brush away as well mm. um yeah yeah um so final question and then we can we can tap into anything that you want that we've not covered and that is uh, i always like to give space for people to talk about upcoming or current projects appearances web spaces sort of the the resources portion of the episode for listeners that want to go and find out a little bit more well i'm, I'm on facebook uh, and instagram um if anyone wants to chase me up there um work-wise i've not long completed a 10-page story for ahoy comics for a title there They've just uh, brought out, I think, called the, the Cryptid Files, uh-huh. um, the story which which is um, self-contained stories based around popular myths like a Sasquatch. Um, uh, my story is based on uh, the Skunk Ape, who's I believe is the, the legendary figure who walks around the Florida Everglades. Ah, lovely, yeah. lovely, love um, the cryptozoic. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm 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 doing things for 2000 AD. I've just started a a story called um, Harrower Squad, uh, which is set in the Dreadverse, um, mm-hmm. and uh, various pers- various um, uh, commission work. Um, and um, the next convention I'll be going to will probably be Thought Bubble in Harrogate, Yorkshire, in November. I'll have a table there, as I have had every year for the last sort of two or three years. Uh, it's always always a great weekend if anyone's planning on going. All right, wonderful things, and and glad to hear there is uh, work on the way. And I'm looking forward to the the cryptozoic story. That's uh, part of my imagination ever since I was a child. So I'm <laughs> um, looking forward to that. Um, did I did I miss anything in the interview that you want to make sure to share? No, I don't think so. I, th- I think we've, I think we've um, covered every- everything. We um, we've talked uh, about a lot of things in a brief amount of time, which is what yeah. I tend to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, yeah. But, well, I hope it's. Uh, I hope I've had something interesting to say. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I appreciate your your talent as well as the time that you've taken to talk with me and uh, thank you for navigating the differences in my time zone and yours um, to, to have a brief talk. Uh, yeah. You're welcome, Jason. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. Great to talk with you. And you. <laughs>